0: And welcome to the Fixate and Binge podcast, where we discuss our fixation with movies and television. And those that we consider absolutely
1: binge-worthy right now. Give me a test.
0: Um, sibilance, sibilance. The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Indeed it does. (laughs) Every time, it's always going to do it. Yeah,
1: Welcome everybody, thanks for joining us. We are Jared and Joe, Fixate and Binge podcast. Thanks for joining us today. We just decided, now that the year is almost three-fourths of the way out, I can't believe that we're almost done with this year, but we're going to just take a few minutes and talk about some of the best things we've seen, shows and films, this year, 2022 so far, Some of them we've reviewed already and we'll reference our previous episodes if you haven't seen them yet. But there's a few things that we haven't talked about that we want to delve into a little bit, give you a little bit of a a primer to see if it might be interesting to you. So you want to hit films or shows first, Joe?
0: I think we could hit some shows. Okay. Sounds good.
1: Sounds good. All right. So I wrote down the list that we collaborated on. You want me to just go ahead and read it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. So
1: severance. We've, we talked about that in episode four, our flag means death, episode 13, and actually Barry season three, episode 13, stranger things four, also episode 13. We talked about Obi-Wan in episode four and Ozark in episode four. Right. So those are the ones that we've actually talked about. The ones that we have not talked about are Blackbird and a couple others, I'll, I'll Go ahead and talk to us about Blackbird. I haven't seen that yet.
0: Yeah, sure. And I and I don't want to do um, a real deep dive on it because the season isn't over yet. It's still streaming, and Apple is kind of giving it to us piecemeal, one episode per week. Which I think is smart on their part. It is because you you'd you'd, uh, you'd drown binging it. Um, we're, we're used to being just flooded with content
1: and i think it good for the brain to have to wait for something once in a while
0: (laughs) i i think so it it certainly creates longing you watch that episode and you're like oh my gosh i gotta wait till the next episode another week this is like the 90s (laughs) exactly blackbird is based on a true story And it's about um, a gentleman who goes into prison to be... And this is all revealed in the trailer, so I'm giving no major... Okay, I have seen
1: this trailer. Okay, I know know what you're talking about
0: now. So we have a guy who's going to be serving a pretty long prison sentence anyway for some shenanigans. To kind of commute his sentence, he's offered offered, uh, the opportunity to get transferred to a different prison and befriend a suspected serial killer. Mm. And... This suspected serial killer could be released soon and go back into society. So they want this um, slick-talking prisoner to befriend the suspected serial killer and see if the suspected serial killer will divulge where he buried the bodies, so to speak. And so it's kind of a cat-and-mouse relationship, and each episode builds and builds, and, and it's 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 engrossing. It's very, very good. But of course, I'm completely biased because my favorite band of all time, Mogwai, oh, does the right. soundtrack. So I was already on board before. <laughs> oh, they're doing the soundtrack? I will definitely be there, man.
1: And they did the soundtrack to Zero 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 as well, yeah. that show, which and is incredible.
0: We've never talked about yeah, Zero Zero Zero. We
1: should do a, a drug crime discussion yeah. podcast because oh. there's a lot of really good stuff out there.
0: Oh man, there are yeah, like Miami Vice. We'll have to throw it in there. <laughs> Scarface, totally, totally, right? Some Cheech and Chong movies, yes, yes.
1: Very, very current material. <laughs>
0: That's right, right. Uh, yeah. So, um, is that is that a thriller then? Um, I Blackbird? would yeah, I would say it is. It's okay. it's uh definitely it's a, it's a thriller. It's definitely um, and it it is apparently. I think this is true. It is Ray Liotta's final performance as an actor ray liotta from goodfellas field of dreams he dies really shortly after filming and he dies early he dies he's in this he's in this he plays i know that he plays the father of one of the main characters okay and it's pretty heartbreaking because after one of well heartbreaking if you're a big ray liotta Mm. fan it's not like we were friends but he's such a good actor Mm. and after one of the episodes they dedicated to him because in post-production of course, as they're preparing the show to launch on Apple Plus, they learn he's passed away, mm-hmm. and so they dedicated one. Th- I mean, his performance is so good. Cool. I yeah. look
1: forward to that. It does. It does look intriguing. It looks kind of dark and mm-hmm. a little creepy. Yeah, if you're a by true the trailer.
0: Yeah, if you're a true detective fan or Mind Hunters fan, and if you don't know those shows, maybe, or you're just into forensic type shows yeah. my wife is crazy about all those things i think she secretly wants to murder you someday i i i sleep with one eye open jerry i sleep with one eye open anyway uh if you if you're into those kind of crime true crime stories it's worth watching it's very very good i imagine it's only going to be one season it seems like it's going to be resolved in one season i could be wrong
1: well you know honestly i think that limited series uh-huh. i really like that format yeah, it's it's a great way to show to tell a story thoroughly
0: without beating the horse dead. Yeah, it does, it does feel cheap when a when a network says, "All right, it was a hit; the ratings were through the roof." I know you guys weren't that. thinking about season two. We have to have a season right. two, and then it feels really clunkily or hastily tacked on. Wait a minute, that person's supposed to be dead. Yeah. Surprise, they're alive. Yeah, <laughs> now, now now we suspend your logic and we'll show you how yeah (laughs) yeah there's so many examples of that
1: lots of times yeah Yeah. and it's to make money and it's it's cheap isn't it it's derivative and cheap so
0: yeah you're right i i think you're right because there's um things are tied up Mm -hmm. um there's a there's a there's a usually i think there's a satisfying Mm -hmm. conclusion denouement an ending right and it kind of frames it together as a and I have another example we didn't put on that list of that, a single limited series. It's called We Own This City, and oh, it's on I've HBO Max. And it's just- She's not advertised. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Is
1: that 2022, or did that come out earlier? That's 2022. It's okay. on HBO we Max.
0: It's a new show. It's a true story, much like the one on Apple Plus, Blackbird. And it's got, um, it's just about corrupt Baltimore, Maryland cops.
1: So kind of like a Serpico vibe
0: or- Yeah, uh, like t- like The Wire- uh, that kind of vibe. Okay. You know, like the wire. Just a true cop story. Yeah. So some of our listeners are in law enforcement. I know who you are. <laughs> um, and so I, I, I have recommended that, but we've never talked about it yeah, here.
1: But I haven't heard about that one. So we it's own good. the city HBO Max yeah. and then Blackbird on Apple T V, right? Yeah,
0: that's right. Apple okay. yeah, Apple Plus or Apple TV. Yeah. Yeah, whatever they call that. Yeah.
1: And the one you've been raving about to me
0: is the bear. Yeah. On Hulu, right? Yeah. Like our friendship might be at risk if you don't watch it. <laughs> I will Jared. watch it. I promise. Okay. All right. I want to I work on this, Joe. <laughs> okay. okay. That's right. That's right. We can make this work. <laughs> we promise. can make this work. Um, yeah. So um, I have been hearing about the bear um, for a little while. And then two weekends ago, maybe, I sat down and watched the first episode. I'm like, oh, these are short. And of course- I don't like commercial interruptions, mm-hmm. so I have the Hulu Plus, so I don't have to deal with that. And I'm like, hey, this is great. These are like 22, 25 minute episodes. Fantastic. Let that's me watch. Perfect the-
1: for, that's perfect for lunch or something.
0: It, yeah, it is. You could you could binge a few. Yeah. Um. And so I put it in, and over a two day period, I binged, and it's eight episodes. Okay. And it's 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 amazing. It's probably one of the that and Severance are the best. Things and we, we're going to talk about it in a second that and Severance are the best TV shows I've watched all this right, year. So
1: tell me, I haven't seen The Bear. I, I just okay. know it's about a guy that cooks. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. I that's all I know about it. Really. Yeah.
0: But what is what's more about it?
1: Like, okay, what, why is it intriguing to you?
0: It it is because um, okay, so it deals with a, a family owned, and it's funny because the main actor in We Own the City uh, is also in. The Bear, but he's not a main actor, but he's in both shows. Um, I can't remember his name. He's a good, good actor. Um, The Bear is about the recent death of a character, of a brother, a member of the family, and his younger brother, who is this Michelin star chef-trained cook, is bequeathed a struggling sandwich deli shop in downtown Chicago, Illinois. Hmm. And it's, it seems like the older brother more or less cursed the younger brother to keep this family-owned restaurant going. And so I will tell you, the first couple episodes, all the characters are yelling at each other and cussing at each other. Everyone's frustrated. Like, it's stressful watching it. But if you've ever watched Gordon Ramsay flip out <laughs> yeah. with his cooks, you're like... No, I mean some kitchens are like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying these are my people.
1: I couldn't work like that.
0: I couldn't either. I'd be like this is emotional abuse. I'm out of here. Yep. But I you you kind of get thrown into it much the way but like it's like when those soldiers ended up on, you know, Omaha Beach, you know, they're thrown in the middle of it, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of what the viewer is. You're you're thrown into into the the chaos of a kitchen that's not being run very well, and you've got this brother, his name is carmine he, he's, his nickname is Carmi he's carrying an enormous amount of grief mm-hmm. and the way I think he tries to deal with that grief is he buries himself in work and he's a perfectionist and he's a bit crazy and he's what evolves over this show is you begin at least i did you begin to care about these characters. And like an onion, I know we use that metaphor a lot. Like an onion, you peel back these layers, and these are real people, mm-hmm. and they're dealing with some real problems. Right. And it's fascinating to me how they they begin to come together. And and um, I, I I just know you're gonna love it. Okay, the bear, the yeah. bear, everybody. Yeah, on Hulu.
1: I, yeah. I will start to watch that. Okay, very soon, I promise. Good. Let's see. Really, we've covered everything else except for under the banner of heaven. Have you seen that whole thing? I have. All right. So for the record, Joe and I were both raised as Mormons, active yeah, uh, until, well, myself, until, I don't know, a few years ago. Yeah. So I'm very, very familiar with the culture that this depicts. Yeah. And I, I saw the whole thing. I thought it was very well done. It, it, for those who haven't seen it, it takes place in Idaho, right? Yeah, Idaho I think or it's Utah, Northern Utah. Utah or something. Yeah. Anyway, it's in Mormon country. Mormon country where everybody and their dog is pretty much Mormon and the mores of the, of the culture of the town are based on the church leadership and, and everybody adhering and obeying the words of the prophets and the, the bishop and the stake president and all that. And if those terms don't make any sense, don't worry about it. If you watch the show, it'll, it'll become apparent, but there was a a terrible crime that was committed and this and this is based on a true story too. That that's what's so creepy about this. But basically it is fundamentalism gone amok. And I think it we need to say Mormonism is a fundamentalist religion. Even mainstream Mormonism could be argued that it's a fundamentalism fundamentalist religion because they do take their scripture literally and they obey a prophet and all this stuff. But this takes place in the eighties. It does, yeah, early eighties. Okay, so I don't remember this event as a kid. I I didn't yeah. hear anything about this. I was in
0: California. It was
1: far away from me.
0: Yeah. Do you remember hearing about this murder? Uh, uh, no, no. And this, I mean, you know, this was before the twenty-four hour cable news cycle. Um, this is before the internet. Yeah. Um, so this story would have clearly gone viral. Uh, if time. it had if it had happened in the twenty first century, mm-hmm. of course, and it would have been splashed over every cable news network. And I know that they, they will do that because um, a lot of these cable news networks they will they will drag churches through sure. through the mud. And the Mormon churches definitely not. Um, it's an a, easy target. It it is. Um, whether you're making a musical, <laughs> whether you're making a musical or whatever it may, I mean, we're an easy target. Yeah. And you, I mean, and they do come for us. And um, whether you think that's justified or not. Uh, it, it, it does happen, and I so, do. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, um, uh, no, it was off my radar. Thankfully, I was uh, that, that. I'm sure my parents were aware. Could but be, yeah. I'm sure they were, but you know, I mean, I think that was well and truly kept off mm-hmm. of most kids' radar. Yeah.
1: So, this stars Andrew Garfield, who plays a a fictional detective in this small town where this crime happened. And his job is to figure out who did what to whom and why and where and all that stuff. Yeah. And they go all over the place trying to figure stuff out, out of jurisdiction. So there's some things that aren't really realistic, uh, including some of the exaggerated language, like, okay, you know, of, of the, the main character. Yeah. And the, the sitting down with the prisoner to learn all about Mormon church history and stuff like this, yeah, some of it wouldn't really happen, but it's also known that that Garfield's character isn't even real at all it's yeah, or, or a conglomeration of detectives or something that's it in He's fact, a device to tell a story
0: exactly yeah that yeah, that's exactly right um you're absolutely right back there's two detectives and one is an a full blooded American mm-hmm. Indian detective. And Andrew Garfield, and I can't remember the. the, the there's t- Gil Birmingham. Gil Birmingham yeah. is the detective. Mm-hmm. Is, is the is the American Indian a detective partner, and they're yeah. You said it best. You're right. They're they're kind of. Uh, a combination of several different detectives at the time that worked the case. The story is seen really through the eyes of Andrew Garfield's character. Now, this is based on a book by John Krakauer, Mm -hmm. also under the same title, Under the Banner of Heaven. And, you know, when you're reading a book, the narrative style of a book is you can go on. You can go on with these long descriptions of the church history and how it influences current events and how it's underpinning certain things you can you can you can do that as a in book form but when you're trying to like translate some of that to the screen as a narrative device it doesn't exactly work to go on these long diatribes about church history stretching yeah. back to the 1800s and so they've used one of the characters that basically and this is the criticism i had of the show mm-hmm. is i'm sorry they're trying to solve a murder yeah. It's not time to sit in a jail cell yes. and have church history lessons. Storytelling time. And yeah. Storytelling. And so that I mean, was a little bit unbelievable to me. I'm like, that, really? That would actually happen. Yeah. Most cops I know are like, literally Joe Friday dragnet, stick to the facts, ma'am. <laughs> you know, like, get to the point. Yeah. Uh, if you watch court proceedings, um, you'll see the judge say, answer the question. Just answer the question. Right. You know, let's get to the point. And so I'm a little bit impatient as a viewer. I'm like, just get to the point. Right. Stop story time. Stop diatribing or monologuing. Mm-hmm. Tell the story. So. And there
1: is that. I I think why that makes sense is because what is depicted in these chats, in these jailhouse chats, yeah, is important to the overall goal of the story and, yes. and of the I think of the author's intent in the original book is to to show that when you have a group of fairly isolated people that practice and an odd form of religion uh, compared to the rest of the United States or the rest of the world or whatever, there is some opportunity for some extra zealousness to occur in that population that can lead to some really terrible outcomes.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I thought one of the things that they touched upon. Um, a lot in this is the patriarchy mm-hmm. that goes on. Um, right. There are men hold the priesthood and women are to well, they were depicted in this show as more subservient, right. obedient, obedient and subservient. And so um, that is really jarring to a 21st century mindset in our 21st century culture where we're like, wait a minute, yeah. I don't see depictions of equality here in a household. And I know that there are members of the church, um, faithful Latter-day Saints who um, probably really bothered by the way that that is the way that depicted things I have a child's recollection of the early 1980s mm-hmm. I cannot I don't think I'm a good judge of the way things really were in the home in my Latter-day Saint home to be able to look at that as an adult and say Ah, that's exactly how it was in my home but I also can't say nope that's uh, not wrong you know, I, I, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, yeah, I, I'm impaired.
1: Right. I, I definitely didn't see exact replicas of that, but definitely elements ring very true. Yes. To me that yeah. I, that I witnessed myself. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that could go because of our personal connection to the group of people portrayed here, you and I could go on for a long time. And we, the, I don't, I just don't want to do that because I just don't want to do it right it, now.
0: It, but, it, uh, it does bring up uncomfortable things.
1: Yeah. We'll just leave it at that.
0: I think that's, yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I also don't really have an, in- we had, to our listeners, we had both seen this. We had both talked about, should we discuss this in a podcast? Are we the best people for it? And to be honest with you, I don't know if you feel this way. I'm like, I kind of don't really want to. Nah. It just doesn't interest me. Mm. And I don't want to bash it. Andrew Garfield's an amazing he actor. did a great job. And he did fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so many things they got right. The detail, it was pretty scrupulously done correct. Yes, I there think were so. A lot of things they got right. And maybe if you're not LDS, you just want to enjoy a show. It's, it's crafted and made very well.
1: I think it's a good story. Yeah, it's a great story. I, I think story. it's very yeah. well told. It, yeah. It's interesting and weird and... Yeah. Just all of those things. I just
0: think that because of our proximity right. and our background, we may not be the best people to no. comment on it. So. Not not, just, uh, not without bias. Yes. Not, not without bias. Yeah, that would be the right word. Yeah. All right, moving on. Yeah, moving on to happier, greener pastures. <laughs> uh, let's see.
1: Oh, Better Call Saul. That's the last show on, on the list. Oh, yeah, man. Season six?
0: Six? I think it's six. Whatever the current season is.
1: <laughs> I'm not up to date. Okay. So, Did you watch the last season? I... You know, I think I'm on season 3. Okay. I'm, yeah, you I'm got a little lot to do. I'm behind, yeah.
0: That's all right. What well, what you need to do is you need to get into a car wreck or break a leg and have nowhere <laughs> to go and you just sit down and catch up on all this stuff. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I will tell you um years ago I I had a horrific injury um to my eye and I was home for months and I watched all all 200 episodes of X-Files on Netflix. Whoa. That's ambitious. It, it took a few months. Yeah, I can imagine. But uh, that was, that year, 2017, no, 2015 is the lost year. That's yeah. the year I only worked, I was home for five months with injury. I had a you broken pro- ankle and a ripped out eye. You were probably seeing aliens and ghosts after <laughs> after watching all that stuff. <laughs> I know. I was writing manifestos. I was ready to, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was, that was, a, that was the lost year, the year. Man. and. I put weight on that I I'm still struggling to take off. That's I mean brutal. I I couldn't exercise. It was a rough year. That was a pretty bad one. Anis horribalis is I think the Latin phrase for horrible year. That okay. was that was mine. Better call Saul. What about it? It really ignites that debate of which show's better, Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. And I I, I remember thinking three seasons, four seasons in, I'm all, come on, no comparison. We're on season 6, I think. I think it's last season, last yeah. few episodes. There's only two more episodes of Better Call Saul, and then it's done. Okay. And I'm like, I think it's time to have that conversation. Which show is better?
1: I tell you what, I'll get caught up, and then we can have that conversation.
0: Okay. To, to be to be discussed at a later date.
1: But, you know, if you haven't seen Better Call Saul and you haven't seen Breaking Bad, it really is must-see TV. It yeah. really oh, is. Absolutely. I mean, they're erecting statues of the two main characters they in did. Albuquerque.
0: Yeah, I saw that. And they
1: left out Hank. What the hell? <laughs>
0: That's right. No, Hank. for real. Yeah. What the hell? And Skyler? They left out right. Skylar? Come on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Come uh. on. So okay, which is better? <laughs> we can fight about that later. But yeah. Better Call Saul is basically the prequel and it is. In quill, during cool, and post quill,
0: Yeah. It, well, I, I, and eventually when you get tired of it, it's a NyQuil and then you go to sleep. Now <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great though. It, it is. It so really good. is
1: great. Because better call Saul. Saul Goodman. Yeah. Is a he's a captivating character. Yeah. He's like your classic silver tongued lawyer mm-hmm. who you want to love but you know you can't trust him.
0: Yeah. He's good. Yeah, he's He's a, he's a perfect slime ball, but it's, I, when you watch, the reason why I loved Breaking Bad is I liked watching a person who started out with good intentions, a good person. And eventually he, it's like a Faustian tragedy. He, he trades his soul for gain, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's what, that's exactly the character arc of Saul Goodman. Yeah. Slippin' Jimmy. Yeah. He's literally Breaking Bad himself. He's trading his soul and that that's foreshadowing. I mean, you know it's coming cuz yeah. when the Saul Goodman you see in Breaking Bad, he's already he's, he's already sold his He's soul. gone, yeah. Yeah.
1: He's he's on the dark side. Yeah. He's still a very comedic character <laughs> yeah. and and really fun yeah. to uh hang
0: out with and watch, but he <laughs> is not what you would call a good guy. You know, I I like um Bob Odenkirk plays this character and we nearly didn't get season 6. He nearly died last uh, year yeah, of a heart, heart attack, attack on right. set. It was on set. On set. Whoa. Yeah, I that's don't know what shocking for everybody. I don't know what scene he was shooting. Um, uh, he was. I don't know what. I mean, what he was shooting, but he started having heart problems, and they had to administer first aid on the set, and they whisked him off to the hospital, and and we almost didn't get this. So wow. it's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, I would love to hear from you if you're watching Better Call Saul, and then go back and watch Breaking Bad. That would be that would be interesting, wouldn't it? To like, hey, I've I didn't I I missed the whole Breaking Bad parade, I wasn't on that, but I have watched Better Call Saul, and so you're telling me I gotta go watch Breaking Bad when it's all done? Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely worth the time, and I think watching one right after the other is amazing. Yeah, just binging it right. Yep, the story
1: just flows much easier. It does. Yeah, can remember it a lot better. Yeah. Okay, let's see. As far as shows go, that is it. We had originally started going into this episode thinking that we would talk about the best films and shows, but we talked too long often, <laughs> as is the case. What so we, we we rambled on. <laughs> we did. So what we're going to do instead. This is at the end of our discussion about all the shows. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna cut this one down and just leave it as the best shows that we've seen in 2022. We'll come back next week or so and talk about some of the best films that we've seen so far of 2022. So,
0: Which I think is a great idea because I think by the time we come back for the next one to talk about the best movies, you and I will have seen even more new movies so. that have come out, including, I think, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt. Right. We definitely want to see that We talk about we it.
1: definitely want to see that one. So with that... I think we'll, we'll leave it off for now, but as always, thank you for your listening support. Thank you for sharing. If you connect with our content or with us in any way, we really, really encourage you and appreciate you when you share episodes of the show in general with, with friends and family.
0: I think that, I think that's it. Exactly. Um, sharing, um, I, I know we joke about it. Sharing is caring. Um, sharing is really the kindest thing you can do for us. It's the ultimate high five. If you enjoy our content, sharing it with people that you know, and we assume that everybody knows somebody who has a favorite TV show, a favorite movie out there, share it with them. And, uh, your input, and your ratings that's also extremely important to us we read them uh we obsess about them they keep us up at night um (laughs) but we want them so thank you for tuning in please share our podcast with friends and family all right so
1: come back in a week or so and we will have a discussion about the best films that we've seen in 2022
0: that's it okay later bye